Hello and welcome to Coffee Lovers Radio. Joseph here with Jesse Nelson, and we're at Conduit Coffee. So a couple episodes ago, I hope you burn your mouth on that coffee. <laughs> uh, three episodes ago, we we're kind of doing these in an odd order. Three, uh, but three episodes ago, we did uh, a show on uh, the temperature of water. Right. Or can you burn your? Wait, was it? No, no, it was more than that. <laughs> We, well, anyways, we've done a show recently. We'll link to it in the show notes <laughs> for this show uh, about the temperature of your water. Can you can you can you burn your coffee when you're brewing? Right. And uh, we discovered a lot of fun things in that. Again, go check that out. Links in the show notes. CoffeeLoversRadio.com. Uh, but we also brought up the subject that okay, we're we're brewing with light roast, you know, light to medium roasted coffees. What happens when you get to dark roast? And then uh, the subject of the difference between dark and light roast came about, and we decided okay, we just need to do all that. And somewhere else. I think it, exactly. Yeah. So you decided to take one coffee and roast it dark and light. Yep. So that we could have a look at it. Exactly. Uh, I mean, I think, I think I want to kind of create a benchmark and because there's so many things to talk about and I do these, these tours and, and it comes up a lot as far as what the difference is between light and dark roast. Um, Conduitcoffee.com. Check out the tours. Yep. Coffeelovesradio.com. Check out our Patreon link there. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> Bravo, sir. So, oh man, we should practice more often. <laughs> so, the whole point of having the different, the same coffee, mm-hmm. we're trying to we're trying to equalize a lot of variables here because the reality is when you get to different roast levels, light roast versus dark roast, that you're getting into a lot of areas of kind of extraction and some of the chemistry that happens on the surface of that coffee that gives you the final brew. Mm-hmm. Um, you could also point to the fact, I, I, I'm going to say it's a fact, but a lot of, that there are certain origins that tend to get roasted lighter more and certain origins that tend to get roasted darker more. Right. And those probably, in a lot of people's minds, get associated with light and dark roast. So I'm hoping to pose a lot of questions in this and yeah. maybe we'll get some feedback from people, but I know we're going to get a lot of episode ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it's and, going to be pretty fun because I, I just wanted to do a yeah and hopefully hopefully educate on from a base level what the difference really is between a light and a dark roast uh and what the ways you can right. think about your coffee and so i think the key thing there is is how does the coffee brew because it really mm-hmm. affects the extraction of the coffee is really what we're getting into so we're going to kind of open that door a little bit here maybe not go all the way through the doorway because it's a very slippery slope yeah. when you get into that um we could briefly t- touch on extraction which is oh the process of water taking out the soluble components from the roasted coffee. And that's yep. why you roast coffee, so that the water can do that. Uh, and then, of exactly. course, we get into the different levels of roast. Let's come to that. Let's just talk about the coffee real quick. What sure. we did. So we have our beautiful Congo here that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, is it beautiful? It is. It roasts really well. It's a very lovely coffee. It's very uh, well sorted. So um, This is your tall, dark, and sink? Single? We call it our tall, dark, and single, which is a, uh, it's our funny name here for yeah. just a rotating single origin that's a little bit on the like heavy medium side of roast. Uh, so we've, we've kind of been latched onto the Congo in a while because it's a really lovely kind of central African classic, just complex coffee that has a lot of really good, rich cacao and kind of dark mm-hmm. chocolate sort of flavors in mm-hmm. there. So we're trying to play with that a little bit. As you've been talking, I've cheated a little bit. I haven't. I've, I've had this as the dark, as the, right. the tall, dark, and single. It's the first time I've had it as the light. I think, unless you had this in something else. But mm, it's certainly the first time I've had quite. them side by side like this. Obviously. Anyways, 
Sorry, go ahead. So, uh, the profiles, I didn't want to mess with too much. So, mm -hmm. if I were to only do a single uh, or a light roast of this coffee, I might adjust the profile a little bit. So, basically kept the profile about the same. Towards the end, adjust the heat a little bit just to either go longer in the dark roast or end it quicker in the light roast. And the profile, you're talking about the way that the heat is applied over time yep. in the roasting. Basically, our recipe yep. for what we've kind of determined on that. Yeah, so essentially the basic profile is just one is cut off earlier than the other. Um, and it's about 25 degrees. So about three 396 to uh, on the light roast to 421 on the dark roast. Um, and the dark roast would have gone past uh, second crack. It's, it's right, right when second it. crack is getting going pretty heavily, but not till it's... Uh, gone past that so okay. in relation to that our darkest roast that we do our, our ship canal mm -hmm. is uh, uh, 430 degrees so about 10 degrees darker than, mm -hmm. than this one so it's a heavy medium roast but not into that real dark realm okay but um, you but but uh, I think importantly you did get it to second crack which I think oh yeah, makes yeah. A huge well difference yeah. in in from a solubility perspective exactly and second crack is definitely the line of kind of where you go from medium to into darker roast mm -hmm. And the cracks being the physical points where the beans literally um, expand and physically crack. Totally, yeah. So there's a lot of jargon in there. The first crack is a uh, endothermic reaction. It's absorbing all the heat, and it's the cell structures expanding and finally popping. Uh, and it's just the same reaction as popcorn popping. Mm. And the second crack is actually an exothermic reaction of a chemical reaction of things changing inside and kind of catching on fire and getting into the carbonization of the coffee, the cellulose. Um, and I, I think, uh, just as a shorthand way of thinking about it, um, I think of like the oils coming out of the coffee. I don't know if that's actually happening in the roasting process, but I always look like if I'm I'm trying to see how how dark a coffee is roasted. If I can see oil on the outside of the bean, right. then I know it's gone past second crack. Right. <laughs> yeah. Much. So there'll or be a little bit of oils really on this, but not yeah. super oily. Yeah. This one didn't look look oily in the. Uh, not too much. Not too much. Yeah. Uh, both these, they roast them on the same day, so the, the age of the coffee is the same, and there's back-to-back roasts. Um, and then we brewed them the same. We did them in French press just because it's an easy way to do consistent brewing. Mm -hmm. um, and did the uh, same brew ratio. We did 40 grams of coffee to 680 grams of water. Mm -hmm. um, and so really trying to open that up, I think well, hopefully we can just kind of touch on how you can adjust those profiles as you, the brewing ratios as you change your coffee. Right. Roast degree. Yeah. Well, we are certainly, one of the things we wanted to touch on eventually, and this will be in a different show, is ways you can optimize your brewing for dark roast. Right. Um, but uh, but again, I think that'll have to be another. So something I touch on a lot is, here is is the uh, the economics of a dark roast. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of reasons why we go dark. And one of those reasons is in the brewing process of the coffee and, um, and how, how it extracts. You know, and, and what, what our window of operation is in there for brewing. Um, as you go darker in the roast, further in time, and then darker in, in temperature, um, you're really expanding a lot of the beans, and the cell structure is just drying out and becoming a lot more accessible to the water. So the water solubility, a lot more of the materials are, are soluble um, or more, more accessible to, the, to that mm -hmm. water. And so what that means is that um, like the, the fats and the sugars don't take quite as hot of a temperature and quite as long of a time to extract out versus a light roast. Um, Nor do you need as much water too, right? Potentially. Yeah. You potentially. might not need might, the water, the, the amount slight, of water you need going yeah. through the coffee mm -hmm. uh, 
it changes because a lot more of the material is accessible, but also too much of it can come out also, so you can over-extract it. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of a play between volume there. Um, but also water temperature is that the, like I touched on that with the, the fats and sugars, but like you just don't, your water temperature doesn't have to be quite as hot. Right. Um, and the beans are quite a bit softer. So in that whole process, basically the, the darker the roast, the easier it is to brew mm-hmm. in some ways because the margin for error is a lot. Yeah, it sounds like uh, the more forgiving in certain right. uh, in certain way of thinking. Also probably because the, the complexity of taste of a darker roast is much less than a lighter roast. Um, the way I usually describe the differences from a taste perspective is the lighter roast, uh, the flavors are often um, a, as a result of the acids and, and other, other things that are of the origin characteristics. So you can taste uh, things that are caused by the way the coffee was grown and processed. Uh, whereas when you roast darker, a lot of that stuff gets roasted out, but uh, sugars are caramelized and Absolutely. roasty stuff. And happens. to me, that's a whole other episode as well. It is. Because we can talk about origin characteristics. And there's a lot of politics for me in coffee, the coffee world, as far as True. origin characteristics versus roaster characteristics. Yeah. You know, the bottom line for me is that the farmers are getting paid. And so we want you to have good coffee. True. But aside from the fact that as or as we were talking about how the uh, the variables become more, uh, more, more flexible uh, or like a darker roast is is more forgiving. Uh, there's I think there's less complexity to worry about. So it's more forgiving on multiple levels, more right. forgiving in, in the way that it brews and more forgiving in the fact that there's less to mess up for lack of a better well exactly right and so that gets into the economics if you think about what it takes for training you know underage kids in wyoming to make better coffee like people ask me why starbucks burns their coffee uh well that's why they're roasting millions and millions of pounds of the same coffee all the time and it needs to be the same at every single store right their goal is to have it the same at every store it's a logistics supply chain magic and it's and And if if uh i mean it would be it would be stunning if starbucks was able to do like a you know single origin lightly roasted coffees at you know forty thousand stores or whatever but they would all taste this different (laughs) exactly and different water quality and all that kind of stuff the equipment differences all those things so before we get into tasting the coffee i'm going to see if this works on the on the recording but i have i have the i have a bean of each of the light roast and the dark roast. Okay. Okay. So the first one here is the dark roast. (laughs) That was my knuckle cracking. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Try again. I'm going to try and do it on the table. I feel like you do it on the table. I'll try to, here we go. Hang on. Pause it for one second. I'm going to get it. Okay. So the first one's a dark roast here. Uh, I'm just going to push it down on the cutting board with my thumb. Great. Kind of just grinds right up. And then here's the light one. Hear how much louder that is? Right? And the pieces are much bigger. Like, I can't get them much smaller in my hand. Like, it just doesn't do that. So you can see that. Uh, We're going to post this picture up on the after show. Um, Or the extended show notes. Extended show notes. Copyloversradio.com. So, yeah. So So I heard in in the dark roast one, there were several, like, it... It sounded more like you were crushing um, a, a roasted nut versus on this other one, it was almost like breaking a stone into a couple different Right, pieces, it kind of felt right? like that too. Um, so the point, of, the point of that being is that if you think about how easy it is to grind coffee mm-hmm. versus or dark roasted coffee versus light roasted coffee. So you're going to have to, you can get away with cheaper grinding equipment because mm-hmm. it's more forgiving as far as what you're grinding, but also it's going to be a lot less wear and tear. 
on the grinding equipment. So if you think about your your fancy grinders with your five hundred dollar grinding plates, um, yeah, that's a lot of money you're saving when you have twenty thousand stores out there by not having to do that. So it's uh, there's a lot of economics in the dark roast, and so I think that's important to think about as far as how we're brewing our coffee and why we drink dark roast, but also the flavors that come with that. But mm-hmm. um, to me, crushing it is a perfect example. You know, kind of illustrates how soft, how much softer and how much more accessible the material is in that dark roast. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, those of you listening, maybe you get a chance to have a dark and a light roast together. Um, You know, take take beans out of each and and just try to crush them in your hands and feel just how it feels a lot sharper. Yeah, like it's it's massively different in terms of density. So we talk about this on a lot that the uh, Barazza, they <laughs> I can't even they had kind of a warranty issue because the this is years ago, but when the trend of light roasted coffees because it takes that much more torque yeah. to grind it, and mm-hmm. so they were actually having problems with their motor mounts, I believe, to because the motors were taking too much more torque, and so it was messing with their design. Interesting. Anyways, yeah, what are we tasting? Uh, okay, so start with the light roast on the yeah on the right. Let's do the right, yeah. uh, light right light light right of the uh, Congo. So, as an origin, Congo is great because it's it's this this particular region too. It's pretty light, like it's it's pretty run of the like in the middle, pretty well balanced, kind of chocolatey, um, but some good kind of baking spices in there as well. Yeah, the the chocolate is um, uh, kind of light in character. I'm picking up more of a, more of like a citrus rind sort of right, like a little bit of melon with mm-hmm. some cocoa, like like hot chocolate mix. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's as it's cooled actually when it was hotter as I was sipping it earlier I was getting a little bit of grassiness too mm-hmm. um, I don't know if that maybe that's I think that's the citrus that you're yeah kind of turned be. into that the citrus that rind a little bit yeah it's a little um some lime I think in there uh, gingerbread or, or like a like a graham cracker crust hmm hmm yeah that could be but not too bready mm-hmm I don't want to drink too much of this. It's actually really quite, quite, uh, quite enjoyable as a light roast. Yeah. Um, not bitter at all. Smooth. Uh, good little sweetness. Yeah. Pretty nice roast. And the uh, the dark. I mean, right away I can notice obviously the color difference in there. Uh, the dark roast has some really great, like uh, that that chocolate's really a lot more developed into sort of a fudge, like a. a a, right, a heavier fudge flavor, a lot more mouthfeel on that. I mean, you can definitely can definitely taste the the dark roast aspect of it. Um, what I like about this is that as our our specific profile on this coffee is that it's not bitter. It doesn't have yeah. that roasty edge. It's just to the point where you're getting into that deep chocolate before things start to burn. Interesting. Uh, what what temperature did we brew this at? Uh, they're both at two hundred five, two hundred five, or at least okay. coming, you know, huh. on the on the kettle at two hundred five. I uh, so I brewed this on the uh, Breville uh, auto drip machine at home, uh, which is SCA certified. Yada yada. Uh, I'm a, I'm able Joseph's to so yes, I'm, I'm able to pick uh, temperature on that. So I was brew, I brewed at two hundred five first time. I ended up with a lot of the roasty edge on it. Uh, which is why I then went and experimented with brewing it at 194. Right. And it was a lot more like this at 194 on that machine. <laughs> um, like a lot like this. Interesting. I, I would I, I would venture to say that the difference in that potentially could be in the French press 
yeah. versus that because that's hot water coming out of a spout continually that's at true. that. Whereas the French press, it was all put in once. Yeah. So, but then it's going to cool down as yeah. it's all together. Dynamics of the pour over, uh, of course, very different. That also paper filter. Uh, this the full immersion, you're getting much more, I think, balance of the oils in uh, the cup. Yeah. Uh, and I guess that, that, that also ties in with the whole solubility aspect. Um, the dark roast sitting in a French press for four minutes versus the light roast sitting in a French press for four minutes is going to pull out a heck of a lot more of the oils right. and sugars probably. And they're going to come out just due to sooner the solubility. In there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whereas I think on a light roast in a French press, you're barely getting enough temperature yeah. long enough in there to actually pull everything out that you need to. Right. But yeah, going back to the, the light one though. Ooh, that's weird. That lime comes right out of it. Yeah. Like that citrus edge. Yeah, lime and um, it almost verges on sour, but I think it's just lime. There's also a little bit of nuttiness kind of dancing in the background, like a, like a cashew or something. <laughs> um, okay, so what what have we established? With the, so the, the, the darker you roast, the more soluble your coffee becomes. Right. The bigger it also gets. This is why... Uh, brewing with a scale is so important. And actually, there will be a, a photo in the extended show notes that shows uh, the the dark roast French press. The ground's taking up much more space than right during the brew than the other one. Yeah, part of that, uh, it's easier to get to the gases and stuff, so it degasses a little bit more, so you get a bigger bloom mm. volume-wise on there. The darker you go, the more voluminous the coffee is, so yep. it's just it, the beans are a lot larger. Uh, it's a really fun experiment. I think that it's a good thing to consider. Also, if you're angling towards more light roasts mm -hmm. it's really something to consider that the lighter you go is the opposite right so the lighter you go the narrower that window of brewing is the acceptable yeah. parameters the harder it is to get all those fats and sugars out of it so the more specific you have to be with your grind and the volume and the time that it's all mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in there together um yeah i have a uh and um, so it's but it's you can Go home and have what you think is going to be a great cup of coffee. It turns out it's sour. Yeah. Because your machine isn't quite hot enough or you didn't quite brew it quite right. So, you know, back to those economics, but also just the practicality of having a dark roast. Yeah. Uh, on on, um, on YouTube right now, one of my videos, a uh, 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 watcher, listener, is asking about brewing on the Kalita Wave. Because um, he's been trying to figure out the Kalita Wave at this particular coffee that he has in Ethiopian from, I can't remember the roaster. Um but you just, it just wasn't coming. It was coming out like bland on the Kalita Wave. And he said when he tried it on the V60, it was like bright and juicy and yada yada. Right. And I was going through a number of things, but kind of came to the conclusion that maybe it's just like, maybe that's such a light and picky roast that the brew dynamics of the Kalita don't work well with it. Uh, I don't want to make judgments. No, no, on the no conclusions on right. that. It's just that. We're getting to that point of where lighter roasts are much more picky than, than darker roasts. And there's a real debate, and we're going to get into this in the after show, yeah. Third Crack. Oh, okay. CoffeeLivesRadio.com. Yes. Light for the sake of light, you know, if you go too light on a roast, that's from my perspective as a roaster in the roasting process, our, our style, like if you go too light on the coffee, uh, I shouldn't say if you go too light. If the lighter you go in the roast... Mm -hmm you run into the problem of just not ever unlocking the potential of those fats and sugars. Mm -hmm. And so you're just not going to get the sweetness out of it. And I think that certain brew methods, it works better with that, but on the Kalita, it tends to want to brew sweeter coffee. And so yeah. there's a few reasons why that is, I think that we can talk about, but the, it just, there isn't as much sugar developed in the rose. And so mm -hmm. it's just not there. Whereas V60 is really about that kind of edge. Yeah. That point. Yeah. Um, 
I would entertain that. Uh, that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Subscriber um, of your video to try the four six method on the V six. Ah, the four six. And see if you can pull some more sweetness out of That's good that call. kind of yeah. early bloom dynamic in that first uh, the first two pours. Yeah, I might have to do a four six method myself. Um, but uh, so yeah, I think in the future we're going to we're going to be doing an episode on optimizing your brew for dark roast. I'm excited so too. We can. Yep. Uh, uh, play around with different temperatures. We got some good equipment um, partners on that regard and, that are going to make yeah. fun episodes. I can't wait to work <laughs> with the little home espresso machine as well. Um, okay. And see about the brewing temperature on espresso. Gotcha. Doing yeah, the espresso. Yeah. Uh, I would do it on ours. It just seems to be adjustable a little bit faster on yeah. the... On the yeah. Very fun. Yeah. Um, but it's a good thing to consider just as far as what we need out of our coffee. Um also, I think also important to to really think about how you like to enjoy your coffee. I'm I'm a firm. I mean, I, I I like enjoying a wide range of things, but I tend towards paper filtered, uh, lighter to medium roasted coffees that have uh, a high level of natural sweetness right. to them, um, which means that I often don't like a dark roast, uh, just because I think often a dark roast is is more suited to even even one that's like roasted well, like this is a pretty good dark roast. Um, I mean, <laughs> this is an amazing dark roast. It's the best ever. This is the bestest, bestest of all the dark roasts. Yep. Uh, like part of me still wants to kind of put like a little bit of milk in there or something. Great, because it goes well with that. Yeah. It has that meatiness. I don't know. Uh, I mean, another thing is to take away from this is how cool coffee is that it's so different. Yeah. 25 degrees difference. Yeah, that roast. that's true. How, how much, uh, just out of curiosity, how much time difference was that during roasting? Oh, shoot. I'll have to look at my notes. Um, I'm going to say it's pretty close to two minutes. Okay. So, I mean, it's a significant difference on the roast. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. Economics, man. How much longer does that take? How many BTUs are you putting into it? Yeah. Wow. You know, labor BTUs going into that. Cool. Coffee. 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 I would All love right, to so hear some uh, input on what other people have found with their light roast and dark roast <laughs> and why they prefer one or the other, or if there's different times of day when those different extraction chemistries feel better for their gut. Mm -hmm. And and also uh, let us know how you like to brew your coffee. That way when we do our um, sort of optimizing for different roasts episode, we can make sure that we include your brew method and play around with that and give you some ideas. Um, so you can just email... Uh, Joseph at coffeeloversradio.com or Jesse at coffeeloversradio.com and uh, let us know what you think. And, uh, and before we go, shout outs. Shout outs. Shout outs. I always from just... our wonderful, wonderful <laughs> Patreons. Go to coffeeloversradio.com. Click that Patreon link. Yeah. Get your shout out in. $1 tier. You get to see more notes. $4, you get a shout out. That's right. $8, you get. The third crack. Yeah, you want to hear some stuff break apart. <laughs> Let's get to that dark roast. All right. Third crack. Let's get to the third crack. Yeah, okay. quick little shout out to uh, one of our favorite third crackers. Who kind From of wants... one of our favorite third crackers. Is that what I said? You said to one of our favorite. I mean, we could shout out our third crackers. Like, we kind of are right now. Right, because they get that tier yeah. automatically. Thank, thank you. You get all the tiers That's below right. the one you're subscribing That's right. for. Yeah, coffeeloversradio.com. Coffeeloversradio.com. <laughs> thank you for subscribing. <laughs> uh, this was a little indecisive. I was just listening to the latest episode of the podcast today thinking what I could shout out. But I couldn't think of anything. A little monkey face with the hands over it. 
<laughs> monkey face hands. Yeah, monkey face hands. All right. Appreciate <laughs> all of you. Appreciate you, Joseph. This is a lot of fun. You too, Jesse. Yep, it's a good one. Well, I have to. I'm gonna have to start writing my own shoutouts. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna find random quotes and then start saying them. Or you could make me say them, dear listener. Sign up. I get a shout out coming up. Yeah, you next do. week. Oh my. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. This has been Joseph and Jesse with Coffee Lovers Radio. Thank you for listening, and please subscribe to the show and sign up for the email newsletter. Visit coffeeloversradio.com. There you can listen to our shows, click through to our Patreon page to get expanded show notes and other fun stuff. Coffee Lovers Radio is a partnership between Extracted Magazine and Conduit Coffee. Visit coffeeloversradio.com, say hello, and listen to our after show, The The Third Third Crack. Crack!